Episode 25, A Client Interview with Eliora Hubshush. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. This week, I have the absolute honor of hosting one of my incredible clients, Eliora Hapshush. Eliora has transformed before my eyes, um, and we have been working together for quite some time now, and I thought it would be such a cool experience for you to hear directly from her about what coaching has been like for her, her own transformation, and just to hear a little bit about what goes on in our coaching sessions and the incredible impact that it's had on her life. So enjoy this episode. Hi, Eliora. Hi, Nechama. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Eliora, we've been working together for about two years, two, two and, and a half years. Oh my gosh, so fun. Um, and I have talked about coaching so much from so many different perspectives. And I really wanted to bring you onto this podcast for a unique opportunity for people to really understand what coaching is like from the inside, um, to kind of get like an inside peek. Um, and why don't you just start off by introducing yourself, who you are, who is Eliora, um, just like a few details about yourself. Okay, great. Well, first of all, it's a true honor and privilege that you asked me to be the representative from the inside. Um, the last two and a half years that we've been working together has been fun, challenging, beautiful, exciting, up and down, all around. And I'm just so excited to be able to share about it. Um, so my name is Eliora. I made Aliyah from New York about five years ago. And I currently live in Chaim, and I'm so happy to be in the Jewish homeland. Um, always growing up, I never felt like I was in the place. Then once I came to Israel, I knew this is where I belong. And it wasn't about just physically being here, but uh, two and a half years ago, I felt a bit stuck in the things that I wanted to accomplish. And I knew I had it inside of me to be able to do that. But I really needed the tools um, to push forward to be able to become the best version of myself, like we usually say. Um, and I really do feel like I've been given the tools and using the tools. I can't say that you just told me in the first session exactly what to do. And the next day, I just fixed everything. Um, it's a process. And that's why it's been two and a half years. Um, I think that's pretty much it from my introduction side. Amazing. So I want to take you two and a half years back and ask you, like, what led you to reach out for coaching? Like, how did you know that coaching was the right choice for you? Yeah. So I remember feeling 
stuck and I knew I had a lot of potential in me and I wanted to be able to reach that potential. I spent a year at Midrashat Harova after high school, learning, living in Israel, discovering myself in a way that I never really did when I was a child. And I was able to tap into different aspects of myself and my Judaism, my connection with God. And I remember feeling that that was my true essence. And ever since then, I call that my foundational year, I have been searching and really striving to become a better version of myself. And I just got to a point, I guess that was seven years after I was there, um, I just felt stuck. And I wanted to be able to feel like I was on the road again. Um, at the time, I was talking to different friends and telling them I was in a hard place, that I wanted to move forward, but I didn't really know how to. And um, a friend of mine told me about GetHelpIsrael.com. And she had just mentioned it uh, regarding a therapist. But then I remember it took me like two weeks to actually go onto the website. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I don't need therapy. I need tools to help me move forward. I need to push. I need to accomplish my goals. And it just hit me. It just said, look at life coaches. That's all I remember. Just hitting. And then I looked through the page and I saw you, Nechama, and I said, you look nice. Let's try it out. And then I think it was the same day or the next day we had our 15-minute trial and I knew I knew we'd have a great connection. Um, and really, since then, it's been, like I said, a journey and I feel so fortunate to be able to work with you. It's so interesting because I just, this week, the podcast was about the difference between therapy and coaching. Um, and I think that it's, it's a really interesting conversation about at what point is therapy the right route? At what point is coaching helpful? Um, and I think it just sounds like you kind of had that intuition of like what you needed in the moment, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some of my clients work with me for shorter periods of time. Some of them work with me for longer periods of time. And as I mentioned, we've been working together for about two and a half years so I'm curious to hear how your current coaching goals are different than the goals that you had when we first started working together. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think our last discussion, my action point was what my potential is. Um, and I think that really shows that we're always growing. Even though I came in two and a half years ago with certain goals that I'm trying to remember, um, <laughs> <laughs> I know right now that maybe they are similar goals and more about fine-tuning them. Or maybe since I got to this point, I'm able to reach even higher, have higher aspirations and goals to achieve. I think back then it was more just getting out of the low feeling and the darkness 
And I remember the biggest thing I learned from the beginning is that we are control. We are in control of our thoughts. And it took me a long time to realize that, but till this day, I really take that into consideration in every situation and see how my life has become so much better with that awareness and being able to control that. And what I mean by controlling the thoughts is that the situation that we find ourselves in is completely out of our control. Um, But what we do have control over is how we see that situation, how we think about that situation. And then just following along with the model um, from thoughts that creates a feeling. And from the feeling we can take action to achieve, to achieve a desired result. So I remember in the last, let's say year or so being in similar situations that I was in prior to our starting to work together, or even at the beginning. And I just see myself in a different light in the sense that I remember, let's say, going to family and seeing a certain situation. And it was, I couldn't even recognize that the thought I was telling myself was harming me. But I just remember being in a family situation and feeling sad and feeling like maybe I didn't do something right or something like that. Um, And recognizing that the thought that I was telling myself was causing me to feel that way. And just being aware of that, now I can go to a similar family situation and leave there feeling more confident and stronger within myself because of changing the thought I had. Um, That's definitely the biggest thing that I've learned. Um, Yeah, in the beginning, it was more about just getting out of that stuckness. I felt like I was just waking up every day, doing what I had to do and going back to sleep. Whereas now I am trying to start the day happy and excited. And I understand life is 50-50 and <laughs> I'm throwing back all the... All, all the coaching terminology that you've been fortunate enough to learn. Yes. positive emotion, 50% negative emotion. And again, it's not exactly 50-50, but we have a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And a coworker of mine just said to me yesterday that he wakes up every day and just smiles. And that's a great way to start the day. (laughs) Love it. And so the other thing is I felt like I was in survival mode and now I feel like I'm thriving mode and I know that was one of your earlier podcasts maybe even from storm um and being in the thriving mode is really such a blessing and it just feels good um but we have to recognize that we can't always be in the thriving mode and sometimes we are in survival mode and even in a certain day there might be one situation where you just got to survive through it and another one where you pick yourself up and say I'm going further. Um, Now I think with all the tools that I've been given, 
I'm able to see that I have more to grow, whether it's in my love for myself or my Judaism, in my relationship to God or taking things on more seriously, um, which I don't feel like I was able to do when I was in that stuck kind of Yeah. And I think what you said before about being in the same situation and noticing yourself reacting differently, I think that's the clearest sign of growth, right? When you're in a similar situation and you're able to maybe look at it differently, feel differently, have a different perspective, that's a real indication I've grown. I've grown as a person. I have the tools to view things in a different way that's more productive. Um, And I think that's so, that's so cool. I just want to add something that now that you mentioned growth, I think what really helped me decide that I wanted to start with life coaching was I saw people around that were very growth oriented goals and achieving them. And that's not something I really grew up on. It was more just get through the day, go on. Um, And I really was attracted to that. Uh, And now it's, it's kind of cool to be able to say I am a growth oriented person and I take the steps in order to achieve goals. Yeah. And not only are you a growth oriented person, but now you've kind of taken on the role of coach as well. So you are that person for a lot of other people in your life, which is so cool. Yeah. You do call me a life coach and trainer. Yes, you are. Absolutely. Um, So I'm curious to hear from you, what has been the most impactful part of coaching for you? You mentioned the model and kind of your your thinking, Um, but if you look back at all of the the things that you've learned, the tools, the skills, um, what do you think has been most impactful? Most impactful? I think, I'm repeating myself, but I think the idea of controlling myself. Yeah. I know I enjoy being happy. I also recognize that we can't always be happy, but the more challenging and difficult times makes the happier one leader. And so when I'm going through those tough times and I've had them. I can't deny that. Sometimes we have a session and you say, okay, Leora, how are you feeling? I'm like, eh. And you're like, eh. And then it's just talking through them or recognizing that today I might feel that way, but I am on this greater journey to be able to move forward. So I think the life coaching, like it's such a good term because you're coaching me through life. <laughs> you know, here I was sometimes thinking like, I just want to be happy all the time, but that's yes. not what. Yes, exactly. Like we're all going to have those challenging times. It's how do you ride that wave? How do you show up for yourself during the most challenging time so that when that time passes, you still have your back and you're still there. Um, Like, I remember that I first felt that true happiness when I was in Magyar Arova that year, post high school. And I, like, I tapped into that happiness and I said, wow, this feels amazing. So for the next few years, 
all I wanted to do was tap back into that happiness. So when I was feeling down or sad or angry, I was trying to fight it. Whereas now I recognize that's a part of life and I just have to process it. And once I process it and let it go through my body or do what I have to do, then I'm able to pick myself up again and work towards that happiness. Um, but I think that was also a really big thing that I had yeah. to understand the different aspects of life. Yeah, that it's not going to always be good all the time. And that's not an ideal, right? Because the human experience is really being able to feel all those different things. And when you're feeling low, it just highlights how amazing it is to feel high. Um, so I think that that's, that's huge. Um, okay. So just to follow up, yes, there's a beautiful tefillah that I like to say every day. Yeah. Uh, prayer of Thanksgiving to the creator of the world. And one of my favorite lines in that one, I'll read it in Hebrew and then I'll translate it. Okay, great. Is, Thanking God that sometimes it's hard for me. And because of that hardships, and only because of those hardships, I am able to appreciate the good. After you find yourself in a dark place, you're able to appreciate the light. And ever since I came across this tefillah, that's the line that sticks out with me. And I really appreciate this feeling of Thanksgiving. And I think that is something that's also been helping me through my journey of life, which is learning to say thank you and thinking first and foremost, God. And that's why I say this feeling every day. And thanking the people around you, not delaying gratitude. Um, because you also feel good. With gratitude, you just you come into that mindset of gratitude, and it helps people around you. I think as well because if you're, you know, going sometimes it's a bit out of your comfort zone to thank someone, they might think, "Oh wait, how can I thank you?" And it's always nice to be recognized, but it's just a mindset switch. Um, so that was something. I'm one of many, one of many mindset shifts. But that's a beautiful tefillah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I totally agree with you. I think gratitude has been a big part of our focus and uh, can really, really shift the way that you that you look at everything. So here's a question for you. Um, what have you learned about yourself through your coaching process? That's a good one, right? It's such a good one. So I hope it doesn't come across haughty, but I've learned about myself that I'm awesome and I deserve awesomeness and to live a wonderful life. And I just celebrated a big birthday and I've heard a while back that a birthday is the day, the day you were born was the day God decided that the world can no longer exist without you. And because of that, it's a big mission and it's not, it's not something small. It's, you got a lot to do in this world. This is a world of action. And 
being able to finally call myself awesome is not coming from a place of haughtiness, but rather of a place of recognizing that greatness and recognizing that I've been tapping into that journey, that discovery. And I, I am constantly working on myself and self-awareness is something very big in my life. And to be able to call myself awesome is, is a, a big step because I didn't always grow up loving myself. So that's something I've really discovered. I love that. And it's so interesting because I saw that from the very beginning and it was so cool to see you kind of recognize your own awesomeness um, and come to that self-love and self-appreciation and self-worth. Um, it was very cool watching the progression from the side, but um, I'm glad Thank that we're you. on the same page now. <laughs> it's nice. Yes. Um, so I know, I mean, you've shared how impactful life coaching has been for you and you actually referred coaching to a lot of people in your life. Um, you definitely get the award for, for highest number of referrals, which is amazing. And I'm very grateful for, but if you were to kind of describe like who could benefit from coaching, um, how would you kind of go about that? Who do you think would benefit from it? Who do you think it's right for? Um, just curious to hear from your perspective. That's a great question. I never thought of that one. Um, I think people that have a desire to work on themselves. I came from a place of stuckness, but also that desire. It had been a while since I was feeling stuck, but I was ready to take action. Yes. It's a, it's a team effort. Like, Nechama, you can give me all the tools, but if I'm not ready to accept them and I'm not ready to implement them, life coaching is not yet ready to be your journey to achieving those goals. Yes. And there were times, I will admit, that you gave me certain tools and I was just not ready to accept them. And sometimes it took longer than, let's say, I would have hoped. But once I implemented them, I really kept practicing them. And we, we've spoken about recently building neural pathways and strengthening muscles in your brain. And that requires effort. And you want, you have to want that effort and to be able to see what will come out of it. We can't just want something and it will happen. And it's not about getting to the destination, but we're becoming on the truth. Yes. Oh my gosh. You totally hit the nail on the head because coaching is about taking action. And you're totally right that a lot of women that I work with describe the same thing, that stuck feeling. But the difference is exactly the way you described it. They're stuck, but they want to become unstuck. Like they're ready to take that step. They're ready to take that action. Every single session ends with action steps, right? From session to session, there are 
actual steps that you take in order to make progress. Um, and I think you just described that more beautifully than I ever could have. Um, but it definitely from you. From me. <laughs> Um, but I, but I do, I, I think that that's exactly the balance. It's someone who feels stuck, but is ready to become unstuck and to take action to do that. So thank you for, for kind of describing that so eloquently. Well, thank okay. you for sharing those important lessons. Yes, my pleasure. So as we're wrapping up, um, I just want to give you the opportunity to share any words of wisdom Anything else you want to share? Anything that we didn't cover or not? Um, but just to kind of give you the the platform. Thank There's you. Anything I missed. I just want to say um, that this world and life is what you make of it, and I chose to see it in a better light. I chose to work on myself and I choose to continue building on my life. And it's a choice. It really is. And so if you're ready to choose a better life, a better outlook, it's all in your hands. So go for it. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Thank you, Eliora. Thank you for taking your time to kind of share what coaching is like for you. I really, I've told you personally that you're inspirational, but now everyone gets to hear how inspirational you are. Um, and you should just continue to grow and evolve um, and really become that best version of yourself. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Nakama, for giving me the opportunity and for all the tools that we've been working on for the last two and a half years and continue to work on Thank you for joining us for this very special episode. And if you are an eligible young man who is listening to this episode, or if you are a woman and you are listening to this episode and you have an incredible guy in mind, Eliora is looking for that special person. So feel free to reach out so that I can connect you. Uh, sometimes these things happen in the most unusual ways. Um, so I think that this is a great platform and a great opportunity to spread the word and help our singles get married. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.